My name is Humpty. It rhymes with Pronounced the... with an umpty. That's the one. <laughs> All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening. We're already off to a bad start. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening, everybody. This is Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I am your host, Mike Lucas. Um, We got a great show for you guys. Uh, But first, Brent, say hi. Hi. Aaron Krennican. Hello. And Matt McNeil. I apologize for everything that's going to happen in the next hour. In, well, Why? It's going to be dope. <laughs> uh, this guy. Yes. I don't this get guy. It. Yes. He's, uh, I, don't get it. I beat Mike to the punch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been for a while since I've been better here. Coming I forgot from about all the bad jokes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Have you not, not been listening, Brent? Yeah, they're not that bad. I've been busy with stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's been thing, busy, busy with things and stuff, Lori. Stuff. stuff. Well, we got a great show for you guys. We're going to get into uh, DVDs coming out as well as movies coming to theaters. We have uh, sort of movie talk. I mean, we, we really tried looking through movie news and couldn't find a whole lot. So I'm sure there's some out there, but... Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that requires research and... Uh, Preparation. We're not about any of that. Nope. I just slipped through like four pages of movie news and nothing interested me. So So there is stuff. We just well, didn't it's like, like it. Hey, here's another remake. <laughs> it's here's another. Nothing sequel. we care about, so that means it's not worth talking about. Right. Uh, one yeah. was titled "Jason Bourne was so bad." Oh it, my god. What did it, what did it say? Uh, it made me retroactively hate the previous three. <laughs> <laughs> really? I've heard that it was good. I, that was the title of the article. I didn't read it. I didn't find any reasons. Yeah. But I saw just one news article um, in uh, the World Herald. And all it said was, Bourne fails to find himself. <laughs> and, like, it was, like, it's all over the place, I guess. Uh-huh. So, I don't I know. Sh- anyway. That's we also have a review. Of, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we also have a review of Dope. Um, Listener requested. Yes. Mike uh, saw, watched it before. Mike approved. Just, just because. Mike approved. <laughs> well, I was, okay, I heard nothing but, like, this movie's so underrated. And then someone requested it. And I was, like... You know, I gotta check it out because I want to see. And then I saw it, and then I saw it again, and then I saw it a third time right now. Well, wow, three times. Already. You've watched this movie three times. Three times. Well, I caught the second half, um, the the second time I watched it. It was we were, it was on it was on vacation, and uh, it just was on, but we didn't catch the full thing, and they didn't have a DVR to. Uh, moral of the story: Movies coming out. He's seen it two theaters two and a half times. Yes, basically. Sure. Suicide Squad and nothing else. Pretty Suicide much. Squad comes out this week. Yeah. Uh, Thought it was like a week later. Nope. A week later. It's a week later. Is this week, and I'm excited for it. So there you go, listeners. Uh, Mike finds out what movies are coming out <laughs> the same time you guys hear it from us. He does not look ahead, apparently. I do. And you didn't know that? No. Oh. I thought it was the 12th. It's I, like, like, for some reason, I just thought it was Every single trailer has been August 5th. Okay. Like, every single one. Okay. Except for the one that said the 12th that Mike saw. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I was it was um, I was in Canada, and it gets released in Canada, like, yeah. a week after everybody right. else. Oh, okay. So, it's a Canadian. They have to convert everything to off English. Right. <laughs> off English. Yeah. Everything, every time they say about, it's a boot, and they have to mm. dub over. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> there goes our one Canadian yep. listener. Sorry, Vlad. <laughs> now, That's a Russian. <laughs> oh there goes our God. one Russian listener. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Suicide Squad comes out. Uh, hopefully you've heard something about it because it's kind of a big August release, right? I it's mean, the only big August release in the history of ever. And well, movies coming to theaters in the history this of this August. Terrible. There's been yeah. nothing... I've had any interest in seeing yet this summer. Right. Well, I mean, maybe you having interest, but there, there, there's been some big blockbusters. Like what? Civil War wasn't terrible. Civil uh, War. Uh, Independence Day? 
Ooh, that uh, I hate. I man. heard hey. that was awful. Oh, I dude, I'm not seen saying it yet, it's good. But... And if you say Ghostbusters next, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh my god. I'm not saying that. I'm I have saying... heard that that movie is just dog poo. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I'm just saying those are the movies that were blockbusters, but we're we are smart and we're like yeah. no, <laughs> we don't condone that nonsense. Right. Get it together, Hollywood. Exactly. Because um, we know you're listening. <laughs> Duh. Everybody is. We have like a million and a half viewers. No. Oh. Including Hollywood. Including all of <laughs> One guy named Hollywood. Yeah, just Hollywood. It's stupid. Uh, Nine Lives. It's a movie I've never heard of. Uh, I saw a cardboard cutout for it and in the Kevin theater Spacey when I went. Kevin Spacey is the voice, isn't he? Yeah, yes, he's he in is. it. Oh, is that uh, the talking where he turned into a cat? Yeah. yeah. That's movie? Oh, and the only thing that caught my eye was Kevin Spacey's name on it. And I'm like, well, if Kevin Spacey's in it, it can't be terrible. Also, you're Disney wrong. did this Here's years ago with Tim Allen and a dog he, Well, the Shaggy, Shaggy Dog. Shaggy Dog's old. Like, that was a yeah. remake from, like, way back in the day. And so, they're just remaking it, but, but not like, the cat. But even... Even if the movie, if the movie as a whole is terrible, I am ninety nine point nine nine repeating, of course, percent sure that uh, Kevin Spacey will just kill it because he um, kills it and everything. Did you ever see a little movie called Superman Returns? Yes, mm. terrible. Mm. But Kevin Spacey. Mm. Uh, Moving on, little, little, little Gene Hackman. No. No, that was the original. That was the with the that was just uh, Superman. Christopher Did Reeves. anyone hear? I just said oh, moving right. on. Yeah. <laughs> Little men. Host? Huh? What are you, the host? Yeah, <laughs> trying to be. When have you ever tried to get things under control? <laughs> you know what? You're if, usually the one who puts it off the yeah, rails in the first it's, place. It's really throwing me for a loop <laughs> when I'm not the one doing that. <laughs> Little men. It's uh, another movie I haven't heard of. It's got. Is it about little men? I don't know, dude. A new pair of best friends have their bond tested by their parents' battle over a dress shop lease. That sounds dumb. Sounds awful. Five Nights in Maine. It's a drama. Is Maine the name of a person? Uh, that's Mm-mm. not. Mm-mm. Doesn't even deserve that. Like, guys, there's Mike jokes, <laughs> and then that was like fifty times worse. Hang on. <laughs> the it stars Diane Weist. West? I thought you said Weist. Ugh. Oh, okay. You know when I just took a, said Mike jokes are about fifty times better than yours. I take it back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was clever. Um, front cover. God, these are, do we even need to say anymore? No, no it's, that's, that's it's Suicide it. Squad. That's I, yeah, the only yeah. one. I think Suicide Squad and the Nine Lies are the only two that I have heard of. <laughs> yeah, and then this is so DVD. Bad. Yeah, did anyone look it up? Yeah, I um, thought you did. I well, first of all, the one that's really truly matters is the killing joke on dvd that's true it was Uh, in theaters like a week ago it was in theaters for two days super limited release it was supposed to be one day only then they sold out and extended it for another day and now really so they were just like let's go to dvd shortly thereafter and they've had the dvd date scheduled forever they just yeah no they did that the mood theaters because it it was it was originally going to be just a direct to dvd movie and then they were like well we'll do one day limited release for theaters and then everybody sold out and they extended it for a second day and ah. it was really good and anybody who didn't like the uh 30 minute batgirl prequel you're wrong because it was great and i loved everything about it it's like watching an episode of the animated series before watching the killing joke there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that at all at all uh also the lobster comes out which i've been looking forward to for uh, ever since we heard it was coming into theaters Brent, what are you doing? Um, Brent has a, Brent I, has a I list. I just brought up the list. You have, you have an actual list. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other one is Keanu. Yeah, that's Keanu funny. comes out. That's I want to see that one. I just want to bring up a point. Matt's, uh, Matt's got a hard-on for anything like Batman or Star Wars. That's not true. Star Wars, maybe. <laughs> Actually, not even that, because I hated the prequel movies. No. Oh, my God. Everybody hated those. Not everybody. Most I, I know people who will defend them tooth and nail. Anyway, there there is and, a there is a movie coming out that uh, our friend Matt Gorney would love. It's called The Trust. It has Nicolas Cage in it. Ooh, that's the one they uh, did the, the Mario Brothers the Mario thing. Brothers cover. Yes, with Elijah Wood. What they because yeah, Nicolas Cage has this crazy mustache and and he like Elijah Wood's all skinny, weird behind him. So they just photoshopped yeah. mario and luigi costumes on him and it was great yeah look at that <laughs> does that <laughs> not call like look fantastic i think they said it's called like the bros or something like that what is it called 
I think they did call it the bros. The one, this one says just the trust. Uh, That's actually really funny. Bad cops make the best plumbers <laughs> is the tagline. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's pretty good. Um. Anyway. 53% killing joke from critics. And I know that's not something to go by, but a lot of people didn't like the movie. Well, clearly. but, I mean, you know, if you think critics, they'll probably look at this and go, oh, it's a cartoon based off of a comic book. It, there's no way it can be good. I don't know. Uh, I've seen plenty of comic book adaptions that were rated highly. Yeah. I don't know, and I haven't seen it, so but it's, no, th- it's hard this to one, say. This one is both, like, in the 50s from both critics and audience, which is surprising to me. Like, mm-hmm. critics, I don't, whatever, I don't care. But to see 58% from the audience, uh, that's a, that's that's a little confusing because it was super good. It was super good. I don't know. I'll have to wait to see it. Yeah, I'll see. I think it's probably like we talked about fans. This is one of the most popular graphic novels ever as far as a Batman graphic novel. So fans were probably going in there wanting just a panel-for-panel remake of what they know and remember. So if they didn't get that, then it's automatically, oh, why didn't they do this? There there are some parts in uh, the film that are lifted straight out of the it's like they did they just animated the panel and there there are some uh parts in the movie that are exactly like that but there's it's a movie you have to take yeah, liberties exactly. exactly and fill it in so that you have it's, a feature length film yeah if they were to do a show. panel for panel shot of the killing joke it would be like a half hour long movie tops is that necessarily a bad thing i like to go with less is more sometimes personally but when you're trying to make it a feature film it can't be a half hour lame Anyway, um, that's it. Brent, tell us your story. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> before we get into dope, before we dive in headfirst into all this dope here. Oh, man. This... Tell us this story, would you please? You know? Okay, well, I don't have a washer and dryer at my place, so I had to go to my parents to do laundry. And they, t- I told them, hey, I have to watch this movie for the podcast. So I was like, I was going to try to hurry up and get done and get back home. Like, oh, no, no, it's fine. You can watch it here. I was like, well, you're not going to like this movie. And my mom's like, it's fine. We'll watch TV in the other room. So I get on Netflix and turn dope on. She doesn't go into the other room. She decides <laughs> to watch the movie with me. And so watching this movie is me, my mom, my sister, and her boyfriend from Argentina. It's kind of a dirty movie. My mom... A little bit. Yeah, my mom not so much <laughs> digging it. She's like, certain scenes that we'll get into, she's like, oh my god, this is disgusting. Why are, you, why are you watching this? But my sister's boyfriend loved the movie. Like, he was really into it. Like, he was laughing through half the movie, and he really enjoyed it. Apparently, it's a popular movie for Argentinian <laughs> people. Did you get a rating from him on a 1 to 10 scale? I didn't. I should have asked. Yeah. Let what? me text my sister real what quick and be like, movie? "What? What does? Uh, what does he think? How good the movie was?" That's funny. But yeah, and just was a little awkward watching the movie with my mom because there are certain scenes in there that yeah aren't very family friendly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, spoiler alert. I guess there is a scene where he's <clears throat> playing with himself. We'll That's just a good say way that. to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sitting next to my mom, and she looks over at me, and I'm like, "Don't look at me. This isn't the time to look at me." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. Yeah. Hell of a transition. <laughs> Let's get into dope. Um, movies from 2015. It's rated R. Hour 45 minutes long. It's a comedy crime drama, uh, as per IMDb says. 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, as well as 89% certified fresh, uh, with a 7.3 rating from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. 84% score from the audience, with a 8.0 rating. Uh. Hi. Hi. Very high. Hi. Um, Life changes for Malcolm, a geek who's surviving life in a tough neighborhood. After a chance invitation to an underground party leads him and his friends into a Los Angeles adventure. Uh, Written and directed by Rick Famuia. I don't know. It's narrated by... uh, What is his name? Can't think of it. Forrest Whitaker. That's the one. It doesn't say him on here. Uh, But a bunch of no names aside from ASAP Rocky... Who's a rap artist that you probably recognize. You know, I've heard of ASAP Rocky, but I did not realize that was him in the movie yeah. until after right. <laughs> the movie. It's like, oh, that was ASAP Which Rocky. one is he? He was Dom, oh. the the yeah. drug dealer. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, Blake Anderson from 
uh, Workaholics is probably about the only other noticeable face in there. Uh, the way I like to put it, because I've seen this three times now, is super bad, but the kids are actually kind of good. Do you agree with that statement? <laughs> no. It's like super bad and just as crappy. Whoa. It's not I, I it's, it's just not as bad as super bad. It's doing things they shouldn't get into because of their dumb and things with their wrong head. Okay. It this movie's not as stupid as super bad, but right. it, it's it's not only because <laughs> But they're good kids. They're good kids. They're good kids in a bad neighborhood and they get yeah. strung up in the wrong stuff. I would. They're trying to do the right thing. I wouldn't then, relate this movie to Superbad at all. Uh, it's. I'm not sure what I would relate this movie to, but I can agree with Aaron that I didn't particularly enjoy it. I enjoyed parts. It's like in thirds. I enjoyed the opening third. I enjoyed the closing third, but the middle of it was just it gets annoying at times. It's just a lot of. I just. It's so out of character for this guy to go. The seemingly smart Harvard-educated kid dude, just out of the blue, oh, we're going to go to this party and get in this awful situation. So just the way they get into the situation didn't make sense to me or didn't seem like it fit. And it just, like, it went from, like, here's this smart kid making these smart decisions. Yeah, he got drugged into the situation. I can accept that. But then the second third of the movie was just, like, glorifying the life that these kids are trying to get away from. And then the last third was wrapping it up like, okay, he finally got out of it. Good for him. I just, I don't know. It seemed like a mixed movie. Okay. Brent, what, what did you think about the movie? I It wasn't like a great movie, but it wasn't horrible. I enjoyed it. I think it's going to kind of be a split here about 50-50 about what we think of the movie. But like I said, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but I enjoyed it. And Aaron is right. Like in the middle, maybe it did drag on a little too long in the middle. but For sure. It wasn't a horrible movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I, I think it was kind of... The thing I liked about it the most is it tied in very well. Like, it's it had a lot of loose ends throughout the film. Um, like, you, the bully that you see at school kind of solves that a little bit. You know, it, the, it, it tied everything up nice and neat. And it's, it's an interesting story because you see how smart this kid actually is. Yeah, the ending saved this from an absolutely horrendous right. rating from me. Absolutely. like The it, fact that it was able to tie it up in a logical way. Right. Instead of just the usual, like, oh, it all worked out. Who on right. with your rest of your life. Like, no, that but was, it still felt kind of... Circumstantial? Yeah, like everything happened just when it needed and how it needed to happen. For sure, and I kind of get that. But, you know, I... Movies are kind of supposed to be fantastical sometimes, you know? Yes. Fantastical. Fantastical. That's a word, right? Yes. I don't know. And I, I, thought, I thought it kind of worked how... Because it wasn't completely over the top. Like like you said, though, it, when he gets... He goes to the club for no reason. Like, he doesn't seem like he's ever done this stuff, right? Well, he didn't go he, for no reason. Right, he goes he's for the girl. A, a reason yeah. that I can't buy. Right. And they, they sneak into the back, <clears throat> which is kind of like, okay, like, if you guys are good kids... And then they get there and they're just doing shots and they're smoking hookah and stuff. It's like, really? Like, if you guys are new at this, like, are you just going to just dive head deep? Like, at one point, the kid even threw up. Like, he'd be kicked out right there. So, like, a little bit over the top. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, let's let's talk about This seems like it. I was looking through the director's uh, other cinema, or not cinematography, but... Uh, Direction. <laughs> His other movies. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> Thank you. You saved me. It doesn't seem like he did anything big. I'm going to just run through it because it's a very well, short Well, I list. mean, Dope wasn't huge either. So I mean. No, no. Um, but The Wood, has anyone heard of this? Nope. Brown Sugar. Nope. Our Family Wedding. Nope. And finally, Dope. Not and then, you know what his next movie is? I was going to mention this before we got into it. Flash. He's doing the 2018 Flash movie. Really? Yeah. Huh. You don't seem excited. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's kind of a... I don't necessarily mind it. Like, I, I don't mind small-time directors getting handed big-budget movies because it's been proven that they can do it. Sure, sure. Um, it's just an interesting transition looking at those four titles and then Flash. Yeah, but right. I mean, to 
be fair, we don't really know what those other movies are right. even about. So and well, I, this is. I mean, I'm, I think there might be black comedies. Yeah, I, that's why I was thinking that yeah. it might be like you know like barbershop type movies, right? And so we might not necessarily know. Although from uh, watching the Justice League trailer, the Flash does look like he's going to be kind of the comic relief of that movie. So yeah, yeah, and uh, I think that that could work well because I think. He only had $7 million to make this movie, and I think it came out really well for what I, he did. I think he handled it well. The I have no issue with the way the movie progressed. I have issues with the story and yeah. how they handled that, but the way he handled a mixture of uh, I, like the, the music as a soundtrack and the way the cuts and editing and the right. shots and the story kind of followed the beats of the music and the right. way it... It flowed I, yeah, well. Yeah, it did absolutely. Okay. So I don't. I think he could probably handle a big budget movie for sure. Uh, the problem is I don't know how humorous. Like the humor in this movie in Dope completely failed to me. I, didn't, I agree. I didn't find a single funny moment. I didn't laugh once. Really, Brent? Uh, well, I mean, there was moments that I. I mean, I wasn't like hysterically laughing but i mean there was parts where i did laugh i mean the one part i did laugh at i forgot about this was when they're making fun of the guy because he couldn't pronounce his hard c's but the soft c's <laughs> yeah. uh, weren't affected or something or maybe the opposite yeah. but that was about the only funny see i just thought that whole bit was dumb no i thought that was funny i thought that was super funny that was uh, about it everything else there didn't yeah, seem to be a funny moment in the movie see and I, I think it might be this new age thing like well, like the younger crowd, because like I, Twenty One Jump Street. I'm the oldest example. one here. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying like Twenty One Jump Street. I love the movie. A lot of you guys hated it. This thing I think has a lot of the same similar type of comedy where you're just like, God, it's so stupid. It's funny. You well, and I, mean? I don't like. I know comedies in here, and there were some parts that you know may have been funny or were supposed to be funny, but I don't know if I call it like a comedy comedy. It's because they. Try to go into some pretty serious right. stuff. That's another thing I love about it is there's so much like it's not anything to do with the part of the film or like the story of the film, but there's so much so much side commentary where you're just like, that's a cool five minute bit that they just talked about. See, th- this movie I think suffers from the same thing that Straight Outta Compton suffered from. Not that Straight Outta Compton was a bad movie; I enjoyed it, but. I would have much rather watched a movie about the the people in the community versus the circumstances happening instead of, uh, in the case of Straight Outta Compton, it was just a story about N- NWA. Um, but, right. And, and, and this movie's kind of the same thing. In, instead of uh, these inner-city kids uh, having to deal with, like, the circumstances of where they are it's just hey we gotta go on this wacky adventure for an hour and uh, a half exactly. and then it's all wrapped up exactly. at the end of it that's what i'm trying to, that's what i tried to say it felt we get this lead up to the story that could have been sounds like what mcneil was expecting the same thing like a social commentary about a kid who's doing his best to get out of a situation but it's dragging him back down but when we get to that point we get like a, a silly comedic right. montage of them selling drugs and then all of the tweets popping up in different panels and, and the, the outdated just, memes like just, people on lily be like and just that glorifying the whole situation like that they're trying to to condemn as a bad situation this movie came out probably about two years ago it was so last it last came out year. last year well they probably production. made it yeah. two years ago yeah. though, and then released so it was probably relevant then yeah maybe the point is know. i think they took right they, they, they glamorized they, it a little bit right they, well yeah and they they kind of wimped out on on their what seemed like their original idea was like i said kid gets dragged down by the circumstances around him right but, but then I, it's just like i think like that, he said zany adventure time and then it's all solved i think that changes a lot of how this film is made though if if you try to make it like a, a almost like a more of a drama is that what you're trying to say like instead of kind of wacky circumstances type yeah because i mean real life a high school kid getting thrown into a situation where people are trying to kill him because of drugs he came into against his own will. I do Not think exactly that a comedy type situation. He, he yeah, was well, looking for more boys in the hood. Right. Well, th- this movie I think would have benefited more if it were more of a drama and less of a comedy. I, I, I think I kind of agree with that, but I mean, I think that, 
there were some times where they could have used that comedy and lightheartedness like to help the movie but if it was a little bit more serious of a movie it might have helped it but it could have also totally destroyed the movie right it just depends on how they would have done it i guess but yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, just, I don't i'm not saying to completely eliminate any of the comedy i'm saying bring it down to earth make it a little more i don't i at no point did i feel like this kid's not gonna make it out of the situation it's just oh let's be along for the ride drug comedy silly stuff solves it drug comedy i would liken this movie to like a high school version of pineapple express no 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 kind of <laughs> i mean it, it is a little wacky and zany and over the top but it's not pineapple he's driving with his foot through the window <laughs> and he slams on the brakes and his exact words were why did you stop i don't know i thought they would drive past me it happens in the movies so stupid like the the, the commentary the side commentary okay to that scene i counter i counter with i have to pee i have to pee get out of the chair i have to pee and then she runs across the street and okay. pees on the sidewalk she was and then they have a and then they have a newsreel of some guy dropping m bombs and f bombs right. and talking about and, who knows what and, and he's trying to eat his pound cake that's just cut it got well to super be honest dumb. i think that scene was almost making fun of because if you do watch the news, they always find somebody who just says the dumbest stuff like, oh, I ain't got time for this or whatever that lady says. And nobody like got that. time for that. I was, I was close to not finishing this movie. Really? Because of that middle part. It got to the point where it's just way, way too far-fetched. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that... Is it that far fetched? Like, yeah, kind of. because you got kind of the cartoonish, like the uh, gang members, the blood gang members are just like the cartoonish. Big well, he thug yes, guys. he was a caricature. It he was, wasn't a character. He was a caricature. It was terrible. That was a little stupid. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It felt like if a, that's a the cartoon where all the bumbling idiot henchmen are after them, and it, all they do is like, like on uh, Scooby Doo, they run through one door and come out the other three doors down the hall, and it's just. It felt like there should be Benny Hill music through the chase scenes. <laughs> Is that the... Okay. Now, I I didn't say this movie was going to be great, but I likened it to a gem. Would you at least consider it a gem? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if... I would probably never watch this movie again. I wow. Don't, <laughs> I don't think I ever would either. Brent, would you? Not anytime soon, because I don't think it's a movie you have to watch multiple times. But, you know, after a while, if I haven't seen it for a while, I'll, and somebody's like, oh, hey, I want to watch Dope. I'm like, all right, let's watch Dope. All I mean, right. if if somebody was like, hey, I want to watch Dope, I would say let's watch Straight Outta Compton instead, because it's a better movie. But with, they're with not this, it's, 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 it's similar. A, they are similar. Because you have a black lead? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, but how how are they similar? One is about a rap group, but they're they're breaking social barriers, and one of them is about a kid getting dragged into drugs. They're both about like inner city kids who come out of a bad situation to it. They do it in different ways, but they come out of a situation to make themselves better. One of them, like in in Straight Outta Compton, they do it through music, and in Dope, he does it through just being a nerd and yeah, having which, good grades. Which which one of in Straight Outta Compton was trying to get into Harvard? None of them. I didn't say they were the <laughs> same movie. I said that I the know. premises are similar. They're both about people in bad neighborhoods getting out of their situation by different means, but it's the same basic premise. And if I had to choose. Between those two movies, I would watch Straight Outta Compton every time. Well, if we're going off that theory, then there's really only like three or four premises for all movies. I think there's seven. There are, really. Yeah, I think there's seven. Seven. Something like that. It just... And I get it. Aside from all the issues with the story, there were a lot of very good things about the movie. The acting from essentially no-name people... Right, never even heard of was great, especially from the lead. I would agree. Those kids all did a good job. I do know that the one girl that he went to the party for—that's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Yep, didn't know that. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Um, Well, they all did fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, there there wasn't any single performance that I would say was bad. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they were great. They all did okay. Yeah, I thought the lead character would. Was I thought he showed very yeah, good range, better than average. Yeah, 
I was looking at. I was like, I wonder if he's gonna be getting anything like coming out now. I haven't seen anything, which is kind of surprising, like to me, you know, because I thought very. Yeah, good I would think I would definitely say this is a performance that he should have been recognized for. <laughs> got other, yeah, at he, least he got uh, three roles. nominations for it, but nothing, nothing big. No, like major yeah, nominations. No major nominations. Like no, um, uh, the. Diggy, the the his, his best friend, the yeah, lesbian. Uh, she is gonna be in the new Flash movie as well. Ah, she is Iris West, ah. which I don't know who that is. Me either. All right, <laughs> she's in there. All right. So, okay, so we we talked about story a lot. Let's not debate that anymore, because I think we're just gonna beat the horse dead. Yeah, if we have not already. But let's talk about. Where do you guys want to go? Do you want to go with audio? Okay. Music. Okay. Made this movie enjoyable at parts. I mean, the middle half, even in the middle half that I absolutely hated, the music was great. Even the music from their own little Aureo? high school band, whatever. I don't know. Aureo. It's Oreo. Oreo. Oh, Oreo. Okay. Aureo. It's spelled like A-W-R-E-E-O-H. Did you have subtitles on while you were watching it? No, it was all over the hashtags on Twitter and everything. Yeah, oh, I guess. See, I did have how, the subtitles on, That's how little on the movie I remember. <laughs> I did oh have the subtitles on. I was watching it with a guy who English is a second language, so that helped him. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> the music was really good. And then we got the awesome uh, scene at the end to wrap it up with the uh, dancing. Yeah. That was great. The Humpty Dance was yeah. fantastic. Every time I watch this movie, I forget about it, and I'm like, yes. No, I, I did love the music. I love 90s rap music. That's just that's one of my favorite. Like, I'm not a huge rap fan, but you put on 90s rap and, like, 80s stuff, rap, stuff like that, and I I love that rap. And to be honest, the first, like, five minutes of this movie, I didn't. I thought it was supposed to take place in the 90s until he actually got to school, and I'm like, right. oh, he's just some weird kid. Yeah. Like, until they start defining, like, he's like a 80s geek or a 90s geek. <laughs> he does. Uh, you might have to bleep this, but it's from the movie. They start listing the reasons why he's a nerd. Oh, yeah. because he does white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that like, includes he, he gets good grades and, and, and skateboards. studying, getting yep. good grades, applying to college. It's like. That, uh, I, t- I okay, I retroactively take back what I said. I did laugh at that part with the with the white right. people. I, I find you said that you thought the Forrest Whitaker uh, voiceover what narration, whatever you want to call it, yeah. was good. I couldn't think of a good reason why we didn't just have the lead character narrating the story. And I was wondering about that too, like this time that I watched it, because I was like, because, I, I mean, this... Forrest Whitaker shows up what three times in the movie, right? And he's it's just, just out gone of nowhere, the middle. Yeah, yeah, out of nowhere, it's Forrest Whitaker narrating again. It's like, why are you? back and white maybe forrest whitaker is supposed to be like grown-up malcolm i don't know well that's what maybe i was thinking especially when like i thought it was supposed to take place right, in the but 90s modern day. but then when it turned to like modern day i was like i'm not sure like i guess i just was like whatever it's the voiceover who cares yeah yeah i didn't like i'm sure if we like try to analyze it more there might be some film theory like he is Malcolm from the future, or he's um, some space alien that's in some, some alternate dimension. Alien. You know what I mean? Like, there's a million different things you could go with for, like, Or they had theory. the budget for one big name and used and it on Forrest Whitaker as a narrator. For well, 30 it, lines. It was <laughs> enough money to pay him to talk, but not actually be right. on film. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so and I, another thing I wanted to say about audio, really quick, aside from the great music, um, but they use the music to tie the scenes together, which I love. But they also, there were some scenes where he would like be thinking about something and the audio from his current situation would be playing over like it's a cutaway. You know what I mean? And it's still like he's in the same room he is, but he's like thinking about it. Um, like he was, when he was on the, he got out of uh, Jacoby's office or whatever after he told him to go. Jacoby? Whatever. Make the Bitcoin account or whatever. And he's like sitting on the bus stop and you still hear Jacoby's voice. It was awesome, like, because it was like he's thinking about it. He's like running it through his head. That's the thing I took from that. And they did that a few times throughout the scenes. That was the one that stuck out to me the most. You know what stuck out to me is right at the very end of the movie when he deletes his essay and he's starting over and he types the first sentence of the essay and then looks directly into the camera and starts speaking his own essay directly into the camera. That bothered me. 
I was like, you got to be kidding me. I, I like groaned out loud. I was like, this is the cheesiest oh, thing I've ever seen. Oh, at the end? Yeah. You, yeah. Like, wrapping it up? Uh, I didn't mind it. It was well, like, pretty if you, if cheesy if you're, if you're to have. And then he kept like. If you're going to narrate over the essay, that's fine. But don't have him like start typing and well, then stop and look directly no, into the he, camera. I, th- to, I took I, that as he was kind of like. Like he's this is a, his essay and he is presenting it to the Harvard people and so like it's his voice that they hear or he's writing it through so like it's a presentation so he's looking directly at you that's how I took it and I I get it, it is totally cheesy and they should have done that something different because it didn't fit through the movie like uh, Forrest Whitaker's voice but I don't know I mean it made sense to me at least but yeah it's each their own um, cinematography anything spectacular. No. It was fine. Lies. It was fantastic. Yeah. There were ah. so many good things about it. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Name Lies. one that stood out. One that stood out. Okay. You're going to... Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Well, no, 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 no. The only scene that stood out was more of not really like shot for shot great, but more because of the editing was... The scene when he's driving the car and the other guy drives past him. Right, and then like it goes right, in reverse and, and stuff. It goes in reverse and shows you the other half of what was happening at the same time. I don't say that's great cinematography. I say it's great editing combined with the music at that same time. Right. The editing, I will say, was good because they, they did in multiple spots. They do that, like, 24 thing mm-hmm. where they have, like, three different uh, frames right. going. Yeah, yeah. Like different stuff that's happening. Like I always like it when when things do that. I think it's fun. Yeah, no, well, it, it works very well. And that's the whole movie. <laughs> um, but what I was talking about though is after the party, and like you see him, and the, the, it's sideways, and then it starts like tilting and stuff because he's looking at his phone. Like he's obviously either hungover as hell, or like you know like, he's out of it, and so like he picks up his phone, and then the camera starts turning. It just worked very well. I don't remember that. Y'all are killing me. I remember the scene, but it, it huh? didn't, yeah. But otherwise, all the shots were composed like pretty well. Like they, they, he abided by the rule of thirds. Okay, so it he's a competent well. cinematography. That yeah. doesn't mean I'm not saying he's fantastic. Out. But yeah, no, they're, they're, that they're, is actually what you said. <laughs> you <laughs> but did no. use the word great. <laughs> okay, fine. You disagreed that I said okay, it was it's I thought he said fantastic. Actually, no, no. Did I didn't say fantastic. Sure? I said great. I think. Okay. I'm um, not gonna we might have to listen. we might have to yeah. rewind and, and listen blah, blah, after the show. Blah, 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 blah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but I think okay, he's above average. Or she. It's a woman. Rachel. Rachel. Was well, that, that's sexist that? so okay. you automatically think it's a woman? No. Well if <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> if her name's Rachel and she's a woman, I'm gonna guess she's a woman. I mean I guess Rachel could be a guy. So are you putting this mic on a must watch list? Mm. Mm. Come back to me at and the end of the episode. Would you watch? I mean, you've watched it Absolutely. two and a half times. I would watch it again. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because, okay, the, the thing I like about it the most is it's not even the storyline of the movie. It's it's the character's relationship, and it's like, we are one. Like, man, we're in this together. It's like a, a nice camaraderie movie. But then you get these awesome, like, semi-political, like, rants in there for five minutes, and then you get, like, these semi-political... You or, also get, like, the dumbest five minute conversation about what a slippery slope is right i'm not saying and, all and, of and, it is and, good. And, and a five minute argument I'm, about what but no. qualifies as 90s rap and you, another five minute argument about why blake can't use the n-word but everybody else can okay see the, all three of those things are hilarious because <laughs> no 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 no. think about it think I'm still about not it. clear on what a slippery slope is Okay, someone who <laughs> oh, who is Brent. dumb. The acting in that scene was awful. But someone who is dumb and doesn't like had not graduated school might not know what a slippery slope is. And so he's trying to explain to him, and he's like, "Gee, dang it, dude! Listen to me." <laughs> Gee, dang it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just this funny little thing. But then, like culturally, going to the the '90s rap thing—that's a legitimate argument that people make all the time. Like, do they? Yes. Do they make it all the time? Never heard it before. Well, Do you listen to '90s rap? You're not in that culture, bro. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that. I don't well, because well, you probably not that for a documentary about '90s rap. No, I'm saying oh, I would watch that. <laughs> Keep it out of this movie because it did nothing to do anything for anybody. Dude, I'm just saying it's everywhere, and like I think it worked well within the context of the movie. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's not you guys' cup of tea. That, I see that right, clearly. Right there is where it started to get to the point where I, because. 
I don't know, like 10 minutes of him being messenger boy for these two people, and then he falls in love with this this girl that seems to have nothing at all in common with him, and he's just going to derail his entire future for a one chance at going to a club with her. Yep. Dude, hormones, people do stupid things all the time. Mm, nope. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, well, okay, now... To be mean, honest, when we were teenagers, we weren't like that, but there were a lot of teenagers who were like that. Somebody who was smart was like, hey, you know what? I might get laid if I go do this, so I'm going to go do this. Yeah, but that person that did that didn't have a Harvard education in their future. Oh, I mean. And it, the Harvard education as his only means to escape the situation he's in. Dude, if he's getting into Harvard, he can get into pretty much any school. Uh, and he, just, he wouldn't even. It just seems so out of character. He wouldn't even have gotten into Harvard without blackmailing what's-his-face. Which shows how smart he is. And, okay. Cause the, he even mentions, though, like, okay, if he wasn't from that situation, would you really have to ask why he would want to go to Harvard? Because he meets all the requirements to go to Harvard, but just from where he's from, they don't really look at people like that to go to Harvard. They make that point, too. They're saying he... Yeah, they, they like, had shoehorn he, it in right at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah like, they're well, they kind of... No, see, they, they it was bring throughout up, the movie because yeah. even the first guy he was talking to, he's like, "Look, you're going to high yeah, school in England. They're not going to like that because they didn't come out and flat out say it. But basically, what that what was it? His guidance counselor, principal, yeah, whoever Mr. Bailey, was saying. I think it was yeah, his. I mean, essentially, he's saying you're a black kid coming from this neighborhood. You're going to have to do more than what you have a passion for. You're going to have to be what they expect you to be at a Harvard as a Harvard student. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he's saying. You see me for what you want to see me for, but this is who I am. If I was white, would you even have to question why I should be getting into Harvard or whether I should be getting into Harvard? So I liked that part of it because it wasn't so recently we've had all these heavy handed commentaries about social issues, things like that. This one was at least a little more discreet about it. Yeah. So I liked that part of it at least. Oh, I just wish that could have been, you know, the whole movie instead of the. But then you get it. It's wacky comedy at that, that point. we got. It you can you can have that be the whole movie without it getting heavy heavy handed. Like that you don't have to. There's there's handling uh, social commentary well, and then there's beating people's heads over with the message of what you're trying to and that and and getting heavy handed with it. And this movie could have done it without being heavy handed. Yeah, I think. It, and it they did handle it well. I just think it got derailed in the middle. Yeah, because I the, mean the it just story. completely abandoned any any resemblance of what it was headed toward and what it tried to finish as. Yep. I don't know. I think I think it was handled well. I mean, it does get a little wacky, especially with the Lily thing. But, you know. That Lily thing was just the worst part of the movie. You know, uh, is there more you guys want to say about the film? Um, no, I mean, it's pretty obviously pretty clearly cut into three thirds. Like you get the part and then once he starts, once he goes to the party, that's where I started to hate it. And one, it got right back on track. And I, it absolutely saved the movie was from the time where I forgot where he was at. He just got the, the bag of money and then the guys come to get the other shoe that they want to steal. Oh, and he bully. pulls the gun on the bully. And that's where I thought his acting was the best is because you can actually see the struggle of who he wants to be and what he has to be to survive in the, the neighborhood and situation he's in. And then it kind of wraps up all the loose ends, and you, it ends well. It starts great, ends great. The middle, I, I literally almost shut it off. That scene, though, where he does pull out the gun and stuff like that, there's not a whole lot of dialogue in that scene, but it still is a pretty yeah, intense, what I mean. impactful like the scene. The acting from that lead, I don't even know his name, that should warrant other roles. I don't know how he doesn't have anything in the works. I don't know. It, it, does, it does surprise me. Do you guys want to rate it? Yeah, I think I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Um, who wants to go first? I'm going last because I'm going to save this. All right. Well, let's start with Brent and go around. We'll, we'll <laughs> sandwich save the uh, well, like, I don't, ratings. I don't know. I think my score is probably going to be higher than theirs, but probably lower than yours. I'm going to go with... Well, you can't get higher than a 12. Oh, you can't? I can't go 13? No. I mean, you really can't. It's illegal. I don't know. I'm stuck somewhere between like a six and a half and a seven. So I'm I'm gonna go with like a six point seven five. Okay. Aaron? Uh I'm gonna give this a five and a half. 
because Woof. it would have been it's a seven million dollar movie. Yeah. That doesn't <laughs> awesome. Mean, yeah. It doesn't take a lot of money to write a story. Yeah. No. <laughs> you just write it Do you know better. How much paper costs? Anyways, it, this was uh the middle part was twenty one jump street territory for me. Absolutely dumb. Hated it. Almost didn't Hated get through it. it. The beginning, jump street is way better. The ending this. completely <laughs> saved the movie from being like a three. So I give it a five and a half. Okay. I'm right with Aaron. I'm it's five and a half for me too. Um for pretty much the same reasons. Just the whole middle section I just lost interest completely um if they could have made the 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 problem is is it has that tonal shift from the first third of the movie and then you get into that middle and it's a different shift and then it shifts back at the end if they would have kept the tone throughout the way that it was at the beginning and ends of the movie it would have been a much higher score for me okay well i am gonna give this 7.75 and it's not the best score ever but I don't know, like, I definitely think it's gem-worthy. It must watch, maybe not. It's probably not for everybody, especially if you're watching it with your mom. <laughs> but, Brent I says, mm-hmm. I think, like, it it told the story uniquely, and I think it just, it was done very well for the budget that it had. It did good things. It just, it lost me with the story. Like I said, the editing and the way the the music is part of the pace of the story and... So what's our overall score? It sounds like it might be somewhere reasonable. 5.92. So somewhat reasonable. Completely unreasonable. For, I think that's reasonable. No. No, 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 no. Here's where you're wrong. 7.3 from, hold on. Listen, we've, we've talked about this before, critics. but when, when you get something out of what you expect to be nothing, you tend to think it's better than it is. If this was a, a story from a... a big budget movie you'd be bashing it just as much as anybody else but because it, it came out of nowhere and it's like the cinderella story and this something out of i don't nothing think so movie. i don't think so i think if this was a 50 well i don't see how you can make a movie yeah for the like like this for 50 million dollars no. without explosions michael bay style <laughs> but you know what i mean like i think if if this is a, a 20 million dollar movie 15 million dollar movie they you just change around the cast. I think I still like it. I might like it even more because of acting. What's what's that top uh, rotten review there? This one right here. Yeah. The film feels off kilter more often than not, though it isn't without its inspired successful moments. Basically, what you guys. Spot are on. Yeah, that's yeah. that sums <laughs> it up very nicely. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm like reading some of these other right. ones. <laughs> All right, I, I do. Moore is fantastic as Malcolm, bringing just the right kind of dorky fidgetedness, <laughs> man, to the role. And yeah, like you can praise the actor; that's fine. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that the screenplay was good, right? All right. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> I got nothing else to say. All right. Like I've I voiced my concerns. Yeah. So do we know? What the next, next movie is. Yeah, so yes. we're doing next user pick on next Monday. Yes, sir. What is it? And it is. Uh, so here's the thing. The randomizer came up with lock stock and two smoking barrels. Or we could put that on the back burner since suicide suicide squad is releasing this week. We could do either one. Well, well, we could, that, do, we, we could delay lock stock and two smoking barrels it's, by it's a week. It's always hard to do movie releases because we do our podcasts they come out monday we record on sundays if the movie's coming out friday night it's i know yeah it's I gonna be very hard for me to get to this in two days i so say we just do lock we can do lock stock girls. and do maybe suicide squad next week yeah. lock stock i like that movie all right <laughs> okay then i can go see suicide squad on like an, uh, a monday, monday night yeah, monday after <laughs> Uh, so Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, hour 45 minutes long, rated R. Uh, it's a movie from Guy Ritchie. A Bosch card game in London London triggers four friends, thugs, weed growers, hard gangsters, loan sharks, and debt collectors collide with each other in a series of unexpected events, all for the sake of weed cash and two antique shotguns. Uh, it stars Jason Fleming, Dexter Fletcher, Nick Moran, Jason Statham, Stephen McIntosh. Other big names I'm missing. Well, this was one of Jason Statham's first movies. 
He might not even be a big main character. I've he, never seen he's him. one of the main three guys. Okay. Because I've seen this movie before, but yeah, this was one of his first movies, and he's one of the main three guys in the movie. I'm excited to see it. Really am. Well, I heard, like I've it, but it. I know I think Aaron saw it a long time ago. If I remember right, was yeah. that you? And he's not a huge fan of it. It there are some parts that are kind of hard to understand because it's a British movie and they have pretty thick accents. So mm. some parts are pretty hard to understand. Mm. I was yeah. on vacation. You have to knock a movie if you cannot watch it without subtitles. No, unless it's in a foreign language. <laughs> British is foreign, dude. They speak and English so over English. there. English. So I it's Canadian. Be able to I told you it. they had to dub the movie for a week, so it's released <laughs> later. It's just like don't. I, no, I watch plenty of British TV shows and British movies on Netflix. Most of them I don't need to. Almost all of them you don't need to turn subtitles on. Don't this ever watch. Gibberish. Don't ever watch Legend. Then if you think this is gibberish, don't watch. Oh, with Tom Hardy. Yeah, don't watch. Shunned. Don't watch it. <laughs> All right, so look for Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels next week. Uh, 5.92 for Dope. I was going to say 5.928. That's not a, that's not what came <laughs> that's up. Not a thing. No, it's not a thing. It's not a number. Uh, look for us on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. We're also oh. on Facebook. Oh <laughs> wow. You couldn't wait like 30 more seconds. Thought it would be silent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna end the show. Uh, have a good night. Hey guys! Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.